This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 063, Night in the City. is the fifth track from Out of the Blue, first song on side two. In the liner notes for the 1977 Japanese pressing of the album, Bev Bevan wrote, Heavy rock song that we look forward to performing on stage. In July 2017, John Vanderkist wrote, Another splendid tapestry of sound effects set the scene for a song evoking the feel of inner city claustrophobia, as two-note car horns morph into a recognizable rhythm and a powerful guitar riff. The lyrics evoke atmospheric pictures of travel, with a glimpse of freedom in a more relaxed setting far away. At one point, there is a collage of further motoring noises, culminating in what could be screeching brakes, keyboards, or screaming heavy metal guitars soloing. Or it could possibly be a combination of all three. The music crossfades at the end with another almighty battery of similar sound effects. And altogether, it amounts to a wall of sound worthy of the style of Phil Spector at his most creative. The song was covered by Paul McNulty in 1999 and Poor Boy in 2010. This is the city. Hi, I'm Eric Wensensen. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we get into the second side of Out of the Blue. And we get to Night in the City. <sighs> <laughs> well, it's an ELO song. Yes, yes it is. It's definitely an ELO song. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a paint-by-numbers ELO song. <laughs> and it definitely is... A filler track. <laughs> this early in the album, we're already into the filler tracks. Starts off with some traffic noise. Sings about night in the city. Has a rather interesting middle part. And then, well, nothing else much to say about it other than <laughs> it's night, it's the city. <laughs> Jeff Lynn's singing about it. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you that it is pretty much a paint-by-numbers ELO song. For me, the song is another waterfall or so fine, where I think about the song, and it's kind of like, eh, I really don't care about hearing it. And then when it comes on, it's like, oh, oh hey, I actually kind of like this song. I think the synthesized city sounds is kind of cute. And then when the guitar kicks in, it's like a thunderbolt blast out of nowhere, and then the song gets going. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, I like this. I like the pre-chorus build-ups. I like everything about the song except for the middle part, the, the I'm gonna get you part. I'm 
That part don't thrill me so much. But as for the rest, yeah, it's a song I always go into thinking, Night in the City. But when it gets going, it's like, oh yeah, I actually do like this one. And it's been like this for 35 years. I don't know why it still hasn't stuck yet. No, you actually do like this song. Even if it is Paint by Numbers ELO. Right. Yeah, no, of course, since the middle is noisy and discordant and everything, of course, I automatically get drawn towards that part. But even though I kind of like that part it seems out of place in the song mm-hmm. a lot of ELO songs at this time it tried to do something in the middle that kind of took it out of the normal part of the song and experiment a little and well that just seems to be getting paint by numbers as well on this <laughs> I don't hate it mm-hmm. it's just that it's not anything that I would ever start an album side with I don't know, it's just an example of why there's too much on this particular album. There's just too many of these particular types of songs to drag it out to two records, rather than just tightening it up to a single album and keeping all the good stuff. This is this something you put on a B-side, really. I Yeah, I could definitely see it more as a B-side than an album track. There's an NPR podcast called Political Beats, and they did, I, I don't know, an hour and a half or two hours where they had four people, and they discussed the ELO albums, and they went through it album by album. And they got to Out of the Blue. Some people thought it was great, and others thought, eh. There was one guy, and I thought he accurately summed up the album by saying it's kind of like most double albums. It's going great, going great, and then you kind of run into the, ah, we're in a double album. we got to pad this out with some other stuff. Here's some stuff that would be good as B-sides, but since we got a double album here, we'll just stick this on. And yeah, I can see that with Night in the City, along with some other songs that we'll get to. But even still, as I said, I I like it. Even if it is paint by numbers, even if it does feel like filler, I can think of worse songs to fill up an album side, which we will get to later on in Out of the Blue, at least for me anyway. That's true. I can think of much worse to fill up an album side with. There's some songs off of the police's synchronicity, and that's only a single album <laughs> that I can think of that are much worse than this. But no, but it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's coming rather early in a double album too to have this padding. I, mean, I can understand yeah. this around side three where you're going, okay, well, we've got a strong side four coming up. We've got a decent first album. So uh, even if they don't like the second one, at least they put on the first one and listen to it. And then we can just do kind of uh, all the stuff that the bass player wants to do around (laughs) side three. And then we get side four with a strong group finish of some major, major work that everybody's going to talk about for years. So that they forget about the rest of the crap we put on here. (laughs) But no, this is already side two and we've got this one and, well... Well, side one didn't exactly end that spectacularly either. For you, I thought it was a great song and a great way to end a side. As for starting side two, I think it's fine for starting side two. It fades in with the cityscape, and then you get the guitar that just bangs right in at the opening riff. I think if you're going to start it, it's better to start it with that than with Starlight, which is the next song, where it's just a synthesizer fade in twice, and then it gets into it, so... I think if you're going to start a second side, I think this is a good way to start a second side, even if the song is, like we said, 
It does feel like filler, even though I like this filler. You're in! Fun Country! Got something to say about Night in the City? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now! All American! It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Night in the city. Madness at midnight. Night in the city. Driving you insane. You donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. To support their Out of the Blue LP, ELO began a mammoth world tour in 1978. It was a stage show, which to this day has never been equaled, complete with an ELO spaceship that opened on cue. Well, almost on cue. Jeff Lynn. We used to be on these hydraulic lifts underneath the thing. Sometimes they get stuck halfway up, and so the big fanfare, everybody's going up, and suddenly you realize the thing ain't moving. It's not going up. Big blokes under there giving it real big kicks, you know. Used to build the thing every other night from scratch, you know, from the start. The wonder is that we never actually got stuck down there in the pit. The spaceship was manager Don Arden's idea. It's the first time I've ever seen an audience stay after the group has left the stage to see the ship close. And they stood in amazement and then applauded. And when ELO's spaceship tour came to Anaheim, California, for Bev Bevan it was the biggest single night in ELO's history. And seeing, seeing yourself surrounded by tons and tons of equipment and, you know, 50 road crew and 50,000 people in the, in the audience and, and limousines and hot air balloons and the whole bit, you know, the make, making up the today's successful rock band. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like the song. Wow, she liked it. Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some goodies at patreon.com slash ELO pod next week episode 064 starlight